Game over. It has a very Spanish intro, and when it goes into major, it feels like a classical piece. But the intro felt like it was cut short. It didn't feel like it was over yet. But it helps with leaving us for wanting more. But I'm sure they didn't want this to be 8 minutes long. The guitar tone sounds really nice, evil and heavy, and the first part of the verse with that fast delivery, I really liked it, and the backing vocal hits some odd notes which makes it very interesting. When the vocal layer comes in the lyrics, as it may, it reminds me of Queen, and you can also hear some distant notes in there, and during the snare match chorus, it also has more odd notes in the melody which is also really good. The little moments of double ride and the whammy tricks in the solo is cool, and you can obviously hear the classical influence by the intro, but also the sudden shift from loud to soft. I feel like this was originally 8 minutes long but they cut it down to make it more digestible which is something I always appreciate and there are two cool distant chords before the soft bridge. And the bridge melody sounds very familiar, like a Sound of Music or Disney kind of song. Even though it feels like this song cuts a lot of parts and there's no time to develop anything, it doesn't overstay its welcome and that's the most important thing you should do for your song. This is a 10 out of 10. Mattel, straight into the zeros, which is very cool, that guitar slide that acts like a riff is also cool, and in 42 seconds, that vocal effect reminds me of Scott Weiland from Stone Temple Pilots with his iconic megaphone. In 104, this is something new from them. They hold on to stuff way longer on this album. It's not like the predictable four equal bars, it's very free-flowing and has no tempo. The soft piano chorus part is very dramatic and catchy with his vocal delivery, and going back to the intro is very cool. In 253, the addition of the constant ride symbol on the second screen was very cool. In the first one, they didn't do that. The synth solo makes it sound like you're in an evil church and the syncopated rides in the bridge. I really appreciate stuff like that, but the bridge melody doesn't make me feel anything. I didn't really like the bridge, I only liked the last two bars of it and it felt like it could be cut. And a good entrance in 421, the drum feel was long and dragged which makes the chorus more impactful when they all land together. In 450, we have a drum loop sample kind of feeling like a lo-fi beats to chill and study to type of thing happening because of the drum sound and piano. This one is a 9 out of 10. Nobody. Cool intro of the synth even when it's only two notes. The whole synth and drum beat reminds me of Tom Sawyer by Rush. At first, I didn't really like the verse, didn't make me feel anything, but now I kind of get it, and in 52 seconds, this really sounds like a cryo shell song called Gravity Hurts. I think it went into major in the chorus and in 118 the double rides and guitar sweeping gives it a very cosmic outer space kind of feeling. And we have some heavenly choir breakdown which is very nice but by the second chorus it felt kind of dragged. We have a cool funky drum beat during the solo and the second part of the solo the drum has some cool upbeat attacks. This song feels very drony and draggy but it has very cool and simple parts but it definitely could be shorter. 7 out of 10. We love you. The first few notes of the melody really pulls you in. It's very unique and a little rest to throw you off. Also some weird cutoff from the vocals. It's a great way to hook you in. Going into the disco part suddenly, the riff is evil, the vocal delivery is so great. And in 59 seconds, there's a cool little guitar slide that sounds like a jet airplane. In 120, they use a reverse audio as the bass drum, plus that build-up dive bomb, plus that rest before going back to the disco part was all very cool. And they suddenly threw in a soft heavenly second chorus, but in 228 that fast riff feels very random. The riff in 232 was way better. If they started with that, it would be more impactful because it feels more familiar and like a typical metal riff. There are some flight of the bumblebee type of notes during the solo in the rhythm guitar. I think he's playing near the bridge with palm mutes very tightly to get that sound. Plus those rest attacks from the intro makes it really cool. Then we go back to the disco part with harmonics from the guitar, it's getting faster, great build up and we have the EDM type build up later on. 
Then we have some cowboy chords at the bridge, plus some country slide guitar, some Robert Johnson kind of thing. It's just a very great piece of music and a lot of great melodies. 10 out of 10. Cosmic. It starts off with a very good melody, feels very classic Avenged Sevenfold. The snare only comes on the 4 of every second bar, plus that solo makes me think of a Scorpion song. There are some big bends and big fills and dive bombs which really falls into that 80s era type of style. We have some funky hi-hats during the solo, but when it booms to go to the piano part, you can hear the clipping. You can also hear a loud concert bass drum layered in there. Then we have a soft bridge melody, it's also very catchy, and this song feels like the most commercial song so far that maybe most people will like, but of course, the duration will turn people off. It also feels like it was getting louder and louder with the brass, plus layers, plus guitar stuff in the background. In the 5 minute mark, we have a sudden transition to a more outer space sound, very cool. But the tom fills and also the crash cymbal when it lands onto the section of the vocoder vocals, it was also still clipping. But the vocoder vocal melody was very catchy, but at this point, it's just too loud and clipping. This song has a lot of good parts and has potential to make me like it, but surprisingly, I didn't really feel much while listening to it. I can hear some Daft Punk and 80s inspired stuff, but I feel like if I listen to this song more, I'll eventually give it like a 7 or 8. So this one, for now, it's a 5 out of 10. Beautiful morning, the lights are on. The guitar holding the chords with the violin reminds me of a cryo shell song called Bye Bye Babylon, along with the chorus. The chromatic verse riff reminds me of Pantera. There's a sudden pre-chorus tempo shift, catchy and weird melody again. This feels like generic metal but with a slight twist with the sudden tempo shifts in the transitions. We have a catchy soft part again, and at 3.18 that vocal lick sounds like something Jacob Collier would do. And yet again, we go straight into some random whammy stuff again. It feels very aggressive. This song also has good parts, has potential for me to like it. This is slightly better than Cosmic, but the Don't Let It Be part seems very dragged. The piano outro has some weird notes which reminds me of an Evanescent song called Going Under during the pre-chorus of that song. I also feel like if I'm more familiar with this song, I listen to it over and over again, I'll eventually give it an 8 or a 9, but for now, it's a 6 out of 10. Easier. Heavenly Daft Punk thing again, and at this point, a soft intro, soft bridge, soft outro, sudden screaming, sudden loud whammy solos, choir stuff, feels very consistent on this album. In 32 seconds, that riff has potential to be heavy, but it's just the same thing. Under the vocals, the riff sounds way better. This is one of the only verse melodies I'm not really into, and that guitar solo sounds very Red Hot Chili Pepper style with those hammer-ons and that guitar tone. This feels like an R2-D2 sad love song with those Daft Punk vocals, and thank god it's only 3 minutes. The guitar outro again, it sounds like Red Hot Chili Peppers or Pearl Jam Better Man. This song is a 6 out of 10. God! Instant hook with the jazz fusion intro, even the guitar tone plus the synths really make it sound like this Japanese band called Cassiopeia. The verse riff reminds me of Arctic Monkeys AM era, and when the female vocals come in, wow, it really reminds me of Japanese city pop. This is the happiest song so far, and thank god it's a short song again. The second half of the album was starting to lose me a little bit, but this song managed to save it. The chorus feels like there should be brass in there, it feels like very big bandy kind of swing kind of feeling. So this song, 8 out of 10. Ordinary. More spacey synth stuff, funky tones, and rhythm guitar comping. More catchy, daft punk auto-tune stuff, but the melody is very, very good. Obviously their most popular song yet, and also fits that Japanese city pop vibe. 220 has some cool jump heart attacks, and this song is a 10 out of 10. Deaf. Another beautiful intro, more soft parts with jazzy pianos, but the verse doesn't make me feel anything. 
There are so many soft parts that it's so hard to distinguish them at this point. And thank God it's a short song again. It also feels like kind of filler because the last two songs were already very jazzy. We have some dramatic timpani orchestra outro but it's not really impactful. This one feels filler 4 out of 10. Life is but a dream. More beautiful classical piano stuff but it feels too piercing at the high notes. In 51 seconds, that's a very nice melody and at 219, adding octaves makes it very dramatic. The last thing I would expect Avenged Sevenfold to do was to make the outro to this album a random piano instrumental. It has potential, it's good, but also kind of not well suited for the last song that is supposed to tie everything together. Or maybe the point is we all die in a very beautiful way and there's no answers? I can kind of get the theme and idea of the music, but at the same time not really because it's only my first time listening. So this song, 5 out of 10. So this album overall, yes, it's prog, but not that prog. Yes, it's crazy, but not that crazy. It's just like mild prog, like Metallica's Unjustice for All. Just because there's a lot of abrupt changes, it doesn't make it prog. If you listen to at least 5 to 7 of these songs, you can kind of predict when it's gonna happen, you know? The common thing was the Daft Punk vocal thing, the clean parts. By song 7, I was getting kind of tired of it. If adding a lot of parts and just switching sections abruptly classifies it as really prog already, then anything can be prog at this point. I feel like people call it prog because it's just weird and different and they don't listen to anything else. I've definitely heard stuff way crazier than this, you know, just listen to any jazz fusion. But for a pop metal band like Avenged Sevenfold to pull off something like this, it's very commendable. And that's why a lot of metal fans are creaming their pants right now, because they actually have balls to try something new. I really enjoyed the first few songs of the album. I keep thinking, is it because I really do like it musically or is it because of the repetition? Because I've been listening to it only those few songs for the past few days already. So obviously the more familiar you are with something, the more you will like it. The last few songs on the album, I listened to it for the first time just now and it's not really that familiar, that's why it feels like so-so. I definitely feel like from all those parts, they're very good parts, very catchy stuff. I feel like I could like it but at this moment right now, I feel like I was oversaturated because so many of those soft parts keep happening. People say it's inconsistent, it's changing too much or whatever but I listened to 7 songs, I already can feel like it's getting consistent. You know, soft part then of course it's gonna get loud and then soft outro and then you know the vocal stuff like I mentioned earlier. This gives me the same feeling of the Weezer Pinkerton album, Linkin Park's One More Light and Arctic Monkey's Hotel Casino album. Before I even listened to it, I thought wow this is gonna be a masterpiece or I already believed that. Do I really enjoy it because of what people say it is or the story of it or is it because I really like it? That's the kind of thing that I'm kind of arguing with myself. Because I really appreciate those like underdog stories, people think you're bad and then eventually hey it's kind of good and then people like it in the end, that kind of thing. But you can't deny this is one of A7X's most ambitious albums. When I heard the first few songs on this album, it made me instantly think like Metallica is so boring right now, you know? If you think Metallica's sound change in the 90s was crazy, then this Avenged album is literally leaps, bounds and light years away from that. Metallica will never pull off anything like this. What metal band as big as Avenged Sevenfold will actually do something like this, you know? When I saw all those podcast clips of M Shadow saying they don't want to make the same old stuff and then they want to push themselves, it's very inspiring, you know? Like hashing out the same formula, oh making an album just for the sake of making it and then they pull off something like this, it's so ambitious. Like I mentioned before I even listened to this album, in my mind I already labelled it as a masterpiece. Now after listening to it, I feel like it dropped a little points because there are some parts I really don't get and it feels kind of filler. Or maybe right now I'm just oversaturated by all the same changes that I've been hearing in a row. 
So overall, this album, it's very good. It's very refreshing. It also, in a way, inspired me to think a little differently and then also take some risk and make some changes, you know? But for me, surprisingly, the most inspiring thing from this whole album is that a band as big as them willingly wanted to make something like this. This is the real crazy part, not all the random changes in the song. This right here. So that's it. Like and subscribe. Thanks for watching.